Oh, hi. How's it going, honey? It's it's going fine. Um, I have an up <laughs> I have an update <laughs> since since our last episode. I don't know if I I don't think I've talked about this on Instagram or social media. So this Haley and I not funny, but it's so funny. No, it's funny. Haley and I recorded our last episode. If you haven't listened to it, you should, because we talked a lot about how um, you just never know like what's going to pop up in life. And just, it's like, you know, important to kind of not take anything for granted just to assume that like, okay, things are going good now, but things are going to change or anything could happen. So during that was last week during the recording of that, my stomach started hurting like kind of bad. And <laughs> I'm like, sorry that I'm just, no, it was but just I, ironic. Yeah, it was like very ironic because literally we were talking about how you could get in a car crash at any point, like anything can happen and you just have no control over things and you just have to, you know, be flexible. So while we're recording, you never know what's going to happen episode. Um, my stomach was hurting and I was like, maybe, you know, maybe I just have to poo or maybe, I don't know. I thought I had food poisoning. Anyways, by the end of that night, I was in the emergency room and the next morning, I had to have my appendix taken out because I had my appendix was getting ready to rupture. So anyways, I and before that, if you don't know, I had a C-section. So within the last like six weeks, I've had a C-section and an emergency appendectomy. So my stomach just looks interesting, to say the <laughs> least, right now. <laughs> so I feel much better during this episode than I did at the end of the last episode (laughs) but um yeah that was that was that and I'm glad that we got to record the episode and I feel better now I'm so glad you feel better this is wild man I get this like random text at like midnight so I don't see it until the next morning of course and he was like just wanted to (laughs) let you know I'm in the hospital with appendicitis I'm like what the fuck well dude because I was like I I was feeling guilty okay you know in the hospital when you're in pain obviously they like put an IV in and give you all the good medication so I had like all all the pain meds rolling through me and I was like finally relieved after like hours and hours of like being in agony yeah and all of a sudden in my mind like a little like thing popped up and I was like oh shit I need to publish the um podcast (laughs) (laughs) and I was like I was like feeling true like like I can't not do this because we hadn't recorded in so long and I was so excited about it yeah so I'm literally sitting in a hospital bed like high AF on pain meds trying to like muster up a freaking description of the podcast like not even being able to put words together I was like oh but yeah I got it I know I got it together I published it and then I was like okay I have to tell Haley and let her know because you know like I completed the task but um, I'm done pretty much for a couple days so anyways how was your weekend it was great I have no complaints I'm leaving for Phoenix tomorrow and meeting up with my business coach, we have been working together for a year. And when we started working together, um, we did like an in-person, almost like a big brain dump and like a figure out what I want to do and accomplish. And I think we're going to do something similar to that again. Um, I've in passing mentioned some ultimate goals for myself that are super uncomfortable to think about and I think we he might be like stretching me to start looking into exploring those ideas and options so we'll see I'm really looking forward to it um it should be fun so I hop on a plane bright and early tomorrow morning that's badass out there so much and honestly like if I could get my family as a unit you know, parents, siblings, that's true. All yeah. others involved. I told that's what I told them. I said I'm not attached to like where I call home, but like 
I'm attached to you guys and I don't really have a desire to not be close to my family. That's true. You're a pretty functioning unit with them. I could see the whole Evans clan, like picking up and going somewhere though. Yeah. Like, listen, Randy, if you ever hear this, I would just really love that. If you could make, you know, like if you start that, (laughs) get that in motion. (laughs) Do you think that's what your dad does? Do you think that he like waits patiently every you know like week or month or whatever and just like he's like in his garage like working on on his car just you know doing some man stuff he's like fixing his (laughs) his leaf blower and he's he's listening to us literally never (laughs) one time (laughs) I wish he would I wish he would too honestly if he knew like what a regular um figure he was on here I feel like he maybe would yeah for selfish reasons. Yeah. He would. It would like feed his ego. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Uh-huh. How the people that are closest to us don't give a fuck about this. And <laughs> I don't want them to. Like I don't want actually my family to. You know what I mean? Yes. Isn't that weird? Like let me just have my thing and like don't. Please don't listen. <laughs> yeah. That's so. That's so interesting. <laughs> how our lives are just like. We have little different like hats we wear for every little listen well it's like because you know like your family's like seen you at your most vulnerable at your worst like they you know and yeah they're part of the reason that you are who you are so it's like it I don't know there's just a whole different level of like whatever like you guys get enough of me like oh for sure don't listen to my podcast no I would be worried Yeah. yeah yeah I try I try to tell my family and my kids all the time I'm like, guys, I, I have a YouTube channel. Like I have legit (laughs) like video of me on YouTube. Like me and Haley, like have a video podcast channel. Like they don't get like, they literally won't even like acknowledge that what I'm saying. And they're like, yeah, mom, sweet. As they're like, I want to be a YouTube star for my job when I grow up. I'm like, I, I'm like, I did that. You can ask me questions. They're like, no. Like that. It's not the same yeah it's it's fine it is fine kids are funny they're yeah something um so uh, yeah I don't know there's um I'm just gonna say this there's like ships sitting out at sea and there's like probably hair sitting on those ships and I don't want to say that there's I don't I don't know I just get I get things are weird Hannah, and I don't think she's wrong for feeling this way. And this is like a thing that we have to like stop and consider, right? For our businesses, like there, we could be facing some huge major, not even just hair shortages. Yeah, anything. Just shortages across the board with, I mean, everything. I know, for example, this is so stupid that I'm even going to tell this story, but I feel so passionately about it. I have these like combs that... I get at Cosmoprof, they're, they're weaving combs and normally they're $14.99 or maybe $13.99 originally. They are now $20.99 and like when they have them in stock, I buy every single one because they're never in stock, but now they're $20 a pop and it mm. fills me so full of rage and anger that I'm paying $20 for one comb and that they barely ever have them. But it's like, this is going to continue being our reality um for now and especially coming into the next year and it's something to consider right like all of our hair comes from overseas for the most part and so not that we want to say to start planning accordingly but you may want to heavily consider starting to plan accordingly yeah I think even too, just like so I go back into the salon um, back to work for maternity leave starting in December, like for good. And, um, I mean, that's only like what, three weeks, but mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm not going to necessarily, I guess <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to adjust my prices. And I was just thinking like, I'm not necessarily going to raise them, but like literally You're, that's, well, that's just wording. Yeah. We, but yeah, I'm, we all have to, yeah, I'm not going to necessarily like raise every single service, but I'm going to adjust slightly some of them especially for like the cost of color and stuff and if you are uncomfortable raising your prices 
right now, I feel like that's a really shitty place to be in Mm. because I've been there and it's like, okay, imagine when you just get different education and you get better at your job. So you're like, okay, now I'm worth more. Like that's hard enough to be like, I'm, I'm just adjusting my prices because my actual services are better. And like, I'm worth more, but now it's like, you don't have a choice. So like, Mm -hmm. you're going to be paying more off the back end, no matter what. So it's like either adjust your prices or make less money. You know what I mean? It's like, take home less money. Yeah. And which sucks even more because everything else is more expensive. Like food is way more expensive than it was three months ago. Like, I don't know. It's just wild. So I just think that that's something that either a lot of people are going to have to just like completely get over and it's going to become like a non-issue where clients aren't really even going to have a valid like argument in any way. Mm. And I also just think you're, I don't, I mean, I don't know. You're just, I mean, the best case scenario is you just don't have clients that are argumentative about your pricing. (laughs) You know what I mean? That just see your value. But like, we can't be the one industry or the one purchase that clients don't pay more for. Yeah, totally agree. Well, especially when the things that it takes, the things that we have to do and use to even be able to provide the service are skyrocketing in price yeah like you have to if you have any I don't want to say any sense of business that's what I was gonna say but like I was gonna say self-respect but (laughs) it's like if you want to pay your bill you know what I mean yes yes like even heating like gas like all our and I'm not yeah I'm not trying to be like crazy or anything but this is the reality and it's like we can act like things are are fine and are not yeah are not changing but it's like the reality is is yes like uh, things are rapidly and it's it things always change obviously Mm -hmm. right like we're all getting older and living in a world where like of course prices are always going up but I think this is different than anything I've ever seen, certainly in our, in my time as like a working adult. I agree. And so I think if you don't, if you just want to act like it's not happening, that's fine. But like your bills at home and probably your booth rent or your um, commission might change or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, it's all going to go up. So I don't even think it'll be like a weird thing either. I think it, it will make because like everything else in the economical climate is like changing right now. I think it's not going to be that big of a deal if, if, and when you adjust your prices. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, I did an increase not too long ago, but I'll, I'm doing another one in the new year and I don't even know that I'm going to really let anybody, like, I don't think I'm going to make a big deal out of it because it's like, it just has to like hair goes up. I just adjust the price of my hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to send out just an email to my clients before like I go back and just give them an updated price sheet. It's, it's like, I think this, this crazy, like fucking dance we have to do this. There's this like weird price increase etiquette or like formality where we have to tiptoe around and like give our clients this fucking six month window you know what I mean it's like we are the only one of the few industries where you have to but do you have to or that's the thing no I don't don't. (laughs) but people act like you have to so politely be like uh this appointment and next appointment are the same but I just want to let you know it's like no like as long I mean you know you can't I don't think you can jump it from like a $200 move up to like a thousand dollar move up but it's like Right. This is the only, like, I I just don't, I don't get it. You have to have a, an accessible price sheet for clients. So, like, put something somewhere on your website or on your Instagram or whatever that is, like, prices. Yeah. So people can access it and check it out. But it's, like, I don't think it's your job to babysit clients and their budgets every single appointment either. Yeah. You know? And now, if your prices are, like... If you're one of those sites who's like discounting like some clients and not others and you don't have like a solid price structure, that's like a whole different thing. But if you just have set prices and then you adjust them every four months or six months or whatever, like 
send out an email, say, this is my updated price sheet and move on. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, sorry. That was, it's, I'm not sorry, but that's just how I feel. It's. Yeah. I I agree. I mean, I just, it's just like a, it's a hard fact of life right now. We don't have to like it, but it's the reality that we are in. And if you, if that's not a reality that you're currently seeing, I would encourage you to really take a step back and open your eyes to what is happening in the economy around us. Like it is, I mean, I of course have my opinions that we don't need to go into on this kind of stuff, but it's, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm like nervous for the future of, of our country right now. So it's, and where we're at, like, tell me about it. I just had a baby. I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) Derek and I, we had that conversation the other day. I was like, Oh, kind of joking, kind of not, but like, yeah, Yeah. no, it's, it's, um, and that's, I mean, you know, all you can do is just be aware. I think yes, the worst thing you can do is act like it's not happening, you know, 100% because here's the thing, like nobody's coming to save you or take care of you. And if you aren't using your voice and if you're not standing firm in your own business, absolutely no one gives a shit and no one's coming to help you. I think I used to have faith or think that, and you know, maybe in the past, I don't know if this stems from me like being on food stamps or like state or government assistance and actually having access to that when I was really poor or if it's just because I was the baby and like my mom always, you know, would like help me if I was really desperate. But like, I think I used to not be as scared or aware that like nobody is going to help you Mm. or maybe it just was, I don't know. But Haley, when you said that, like nobody's, nobody care, like no one truly cares now. No, no, and Hannah, like, and it's and it's okay, but it's like no, be aware be, of that. Like you have to be aware of that. Like, how many small businesses did we watch close over the last eighteen months? Like, it's it's terrifying and it's disgusting. And guess what? Every single person, more than likely, tuning into this podcast right now, is a small business owner. Yeah, and if and if this isn't the income that you rely on that's amazing for you, but that's not the reality of most everyone in this industry, I don't think. Um, and I don't know. And Hannah, it's like interesting listening to you say that, right? Where you're like, I don't know that that was like the current reality that like I necessarily considered where like that was, that was how we were brought up. Like no one owes you anything. No one, um, you have to look out for you. You have to, yeah, because guess what the guy down the street is doing? He's looking out for him and his family. Right. I don't think it was that I necessarily, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was more of a dedication and like, um, uh, more of a community kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like how in a church or like, so yeah. I was raised in the church and, you know, it was like, if I, I would never truly be like, homeless and right you know with a child if Mm -hmm. I was reached out to somebody in my church you know but it's like I now shit's fucked like you could (laughs) you know what I mean yes Haley like sometimes like I think about like my church or that I grew up in or any any other community and it's like you could reach out to somebody for help and they could straight up be like I don't have the resources to help you I'm sorry Mm -hmm. and you know it's like because people's lives have super drastically changed like more than anybody could ever imagine. Right. Like think of like all the family owned businesses that have been opened and operating for, you know, 60, 50, 60 years that you hear that they've closed. Like that, that could easily happen. Right. Or think of like the stylists who are like, they were struggling before the pandemic or, you know what I mean? Where it's like, now now what 
Yeah. Uh, extensions is just enough of a luxury. I think that we tap into a market of people who <clears throat> don't have to like budget and cut out when things change a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a huge gap between like haircuts and extensions, you know? Yeah. That was coming out of the, like our shutdown that we were in. That was something that would, would keep me up at night thinking I have built my livelihood on a luxury service. And it was something that my, my dad had told me when I told him, like, I'm only going to do extensions. And he's like, are you sure? Like that's it's like what happens when Armageddon hits and people don't get excited. Unnecessary thing. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's like speaking your worst fear into reality. And I think it goes to show again, like just how we were talking about last week, like you have to be ready and be prepared for anything. And I, I know this like kind of got heavy kind of quickly and I, I don't want to like alarm people or, you know, but I think somebody has to talk about it, Haley. I don't, yeah. I don't see anyone really talking about it. Like, and that's what I think scares me even more too, is even coming out of the, uh, like shutdowns. I remember being so confused as to why the shutdowns fucked your head up so much. And I think honestly, it's because I didn't quite grasp the reality of like what was happening and what is happening at even more of a rapid pace now, Mm. you know, which is like everyone's pretending like small businesses aren't disappearing, (sighs) but small businesses are like really endangered and it's really weird. And just like so many other weird things too. Like, I don't, and like you said, we both, what that's what's cool about us too is I think we have different opinions about stuff, but it's like, but like reality is reality and we can't yeah. not talk about that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that's, I understand it more now looking back and I was like, oh, maybe you just understood things in a different way that like, I just wasn't, I was just either too busy or I wasn't paying attention or I just wasn't ready to, mm-hmm. to digest as the, the truth and reality. Um, but being at home and And I think I said this on the last episode, just being able to observe things that are going on in like the world and just life and not being so busy and like distracted by like the day to day, like got to go, got to go stuff. Like I'm like looking around, like things are different, like a lot different. And yeah, they are (laughs) like, and they're not getting they're not like staying the same either you know it's like it's progressively going in a direction that we've not seen it's very interesting um but I think I mean I don't see really people talking about it like on Instagram or YouTube or any you know where I like Hannah, you can't talk about a lot of this stuff. I don't know if this is something that you've noticed or if I'm just the the people that I talk or watch and pay attention to are um, talking about things that, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm going to say this. And if you want to delete this, you can, that the government doesn't agree with. They, They get shadow banned. Their shit gets taken down. Their accounts get removed. I've had a more people that I follow outside of hair um, that have had their accounts removed because of the things that they're sharing and the information that they just want people to be aware of. And it's not even that, that they're saying things that are um, like wrong. It's just like a reality of where we're at in our world. And you, you actually can't talk about this kind of stuff on social media without some sort of censorship. And if you aren't, and here's the thing, no matter what side of any fence that you stand on, the second they start silencing anyone's voices for any reason, isn't that a red flag? Like why can't, what happened to freedom of speech? Why can't I have my opinion and share it publicly? When did we become this world that I have to have 
what I say approved by any of the powers that be on Instagram. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't even, there's nothing about that you can argue. I mean, I, um, and I don't even think that's a controversial stance. Like I would never delete any of that because it's like, that's like facts. Like there's certain things on YouTube. If you like say a word, they just like take you down or like they'll demonetize you or Instagram. Like they will, yeah, they'll shadow ban you and you will like put in Haley Evans in the search bar and like you won't even pop up you know I mean like that kind of stuff happens to people it's not like it's not like Instagram or YouTube or any of it is this is this world where there's not someone in control who has some sort of narrative or agenda Mm. that is just letting everything like happen freely and wants everyone to have an equal say you know what I mean it's like no people just like you and I own these companies mm-hmm. and they have powerful a, people. Yeah. And they, and they have a plan and a direction and that's how they've gotten these platforms so far. And if you don't go along with, you know, whatever their plan or direction is for whatever platform it is, you will easily be removed or hard to find or whatever, which is why, I will die saying that if you don't have your own website, you have serious like mental issues. Like if, if Instagram wanted to completely delete me and remove my account right now, people could still Google hair extensions, Dayton, Cincinnati, and Mm -hmm. I would pop up on the Google search with a website. That's my own that I pay for. And no one's going to remove like, yeah. So, yeah, you just, I think you have to be, and that's the thing is, I don't know, I don't know how you would find out any of this, like, like, I listen to just alternative, like, kind of news sources, like, I'll listen to Joe Rogan when he interviews certain people, or I'll listen to, um, there's a show called Breaking Points on um, YouTube, And I mean, but it's like, how do you find sources like that if you're not like looking for them and you just trust, I don't know, Fox News or CNN or whatever? Yeah, it's like those aren't reliable news sources. And I hope that that's not like a shock to anyone, (laughs) you know, but Hannah, like it, it could be right. Like there are people that have the news on all day, every day, and that is where they get all of their information and it is and that's wild when you start doing your own research what you will realize how things are being spun or worded or manipulated to fit whatever the agenda or the propaganda that said news channel what like you said fox news or cnn wants to push it doesn't freaking matter and and this it has to stop being about like republican or democrat or like it's all it's all corrupt it's all terrifying and fucked up (laughs) yeah no and that's why i was like i don't even know like i don't even know that this conversation at all is is controversial or is would like like if this is upsetting to you that's okay but it's like i think you have to think about why this discussion yeah why is this discussion upsetting to you is it because it's challenging like what you thought was the truth and that's that's confusing or is it because um you know you think Haley and I are just completely insane and brainwashed and it's like or stupid yeah that's the go-to argument well you're right idiot you're stupid you don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're uneducated you're this you're that whatever but it's like nothing we're saying is is uneducated like we're you and I aren't even saying a whole lot we're just like saying like maybe your brain right maybe there's other people than the people we traditionally thought were the reliable sources of news maybe there's other people that are are good sources of news that we could maybe like fact check what we think is you know it's like right also like it's the same thing we were talking about last week it's like who promised us 
that CNN or Fox or whoever wouldn't lie to us. It's like, what, when were we told that they took, and whatever journalist took a fucking oath of truth that they care about me and they owe me the truth. You know, it's like these people mm-hmm. have lives and just want to make money. Yeah. And like, they're just showing up to their job. If you're a freaking journalist or whatever, you're going to do what you have to do to make sure your family can go on vacation every year or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. well, and, it's and like that's every single person. It's hundred percent every single person. And it's like in this last year, right. My, and my dad's always said this to me, follow the money. Like people are, they're motivated by, by money and power. Yeah. And you can usually figure out what's happening and what's going on if you pay attention to those things. So your dad's saying like, like find out who has the money or find out like where people are spending their money. Like I'm trying to. Who? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. That's a great question. Who is benefiting the most from said whatever is happening? Okay. So like who's making money? Who is making money and who is rising in power? Because that is 90% me. I don't know. I don't want to put a percent on it, but that's a majority of the way people are motivated money and power. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which one do you think is more? This is like a big question to me. I like think about this a lot. Money or power. I don't know because I think a lot of times they go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think, yeah, yeah. I think you could have a business with, with a CEO and a CFO and one could be money. One could be, you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. it could be. Yeah. So, and that was, I, Hannah, like I've never been a, political person I've never paid attention to like what's happening on with or happening like in the world with our economy with I genuinely never have and this year has not year this the last year and a half two years has been like so eye-opening to me where those little things that you're like oh that doesn't really matter like you know these things these things do matter um they are affecting us I think in ways that we never could have imagined right and it goes so much further than beyond you know how much money you pay in taxes but like also don't get me started on that right like I think yeah yeah it's I I don't know and this you know things just there were some things to me that stopped making logical sense or they it was just a getting hypocritical you know like some things that have just been talked about or brought up and it's like what wait what what do you what do you that doesn't make any logical sense to me you know where and I I just saw this comparison and I don't remember where I saw it shit I would like to credit whoever it was but I'm sure you heard and saw the thing with Travis Scott right like oh my gosh which so incredibly horrific and so sad like that i could not stop thinking about it. I'm like, all I can think of, I was like, what if I sent Ava to a concert? Yeah. I thought the same thing too. Yeah. Go have it's the time of her life. And it's like, Oh, Hey, your kid's coming. Oh, like it's horrific. But then it's like, you know, there are news articles that like, we might be able to be with our families for the holidays, but like, oh my God. where's like the, the might be with, <laughs> with this 50,000 person concert, but like, I can't go spend time with my family this year. Like where's, the logic in that like COVID's never going away yeah it's like being a you know it's it's like being an adult who still believes in Santa Claus like at some point it's like (laughs) it's such a good analogy you know what I mean at some point it's like I get that it's easier and actually fun and like really festive and warm and fuzzy feeling and like less work to actually acknowledge that like like Santa didn't show up and eat the cookies and drop presents off but like at some point you have to like acknowledge that like the adults in the house ate the cookies and like worked really fucking hard to like drop the presents off you know like it's not it's not just some magic that and I think for a lot of, uh, certainly me, Haley, this is what's, I don't even care that we're talking politics right now. It's, if people don't like it, yeah, they don't I like agree. it. Like we're going to lose the ones that we're going to lose and then we're going to have people just really love it. I don't know. 
No, I no, I, I don't. Like this, I don't know that I give a shit. <laughs> yeah, me neither. And I feel like this is a it's a needed conversation because everyone's so scared to talk about things, and neither you or I feel like psychos on one end or the other. But I think it's interesting to hear you say that you're you've never been like a political person, because like for me, I feel the opposite to where, you know, before I committed to doing hair, I was in college as a human rights major. So I would consider myself somewhat, you know, not even, I don't know shit about politics, but I was in that world kind of, you know, I took Mm -hmm. a lot of like political science classes. I took classes that revolved around these types of topics. And looking back, Haley, it's like, most things in, in human rights aren't actually any types of, of like rights or or really like laws or real sanctioned like agreements of any kind because they're international and they don't mean anything and we can't uphold them. So it's literally like agreeing as a globe that we believe in Santa Claus and that we're going to like all be nice to each other and like not hurt Santa. Like it's like no one actually has to follow this these rules because it's not real like and the further away I got from like an academic institution like a university the more I realized like this is all just a game that like certain people are playing because it benefits them but like it the impact it has on people who really need the game to work out for them right it, it's like very slim like that impact is not very slim especially mm-hmm. now yeah or the impact is slim you know what I mean like yeah. yes um so I think I don't know I, I I encourage people to like change their mind about things if they find truth or if they find like um uh, evidence for something else because it's like there's nothing wrong with changing your mind number one and it's like only helping you if right if you are if you have an idea that you're like oh wow this is this makes way more sense like you were saying and that was me is like over the last 10 years I thought I was like this like warm fuzzy feel good like we have to help people obviously I still feel like that but the way that I think that that looks now is very different you know and it's like you have to help yourself first you can't, that's the thing, right? That's not selfish. That's just, no, you can't help other people until you help yourself. Right. And it's like when the plane's going down, what do they tell you? Put your own mask on first, you know, buckle your own freaking life jacket first. Then you help everybody else around you. You're useless until you help yourself. And for some reason we've been so conditioned that that's a shitty viewpoint. And that's a shitty way to think where it's like, no, like I have to be the best, strongest version of myself so that I, I can help other people. How am I supposed to create an impact or anything if I myself am a mess? I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't know any honest, like true good hearted person that wakes up every morning and goes walking around looking for someone to help. It's like, that's not real for anyone. Like the people that we, that I mean, if you think about the top two or three people that you know in real life that are just badass, great people, like, um, you know, they get a lot done. They truly have good intentions. It's like those people are, number one, very, like, effective in their own lives first. They probably take care of themselves and, you know, find ways to stay motivated. Mm-hmm physically. And it's like, also those people are going to help someone if they see someone in need. It's not that they're like completely not keeping their lives together to keep other people's lives together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how we even got here, but I'm, yeah, I'm not mad about it. No, it's, it's like, we can't act like we're all not playing a game. Number one on, um, wherever, you know, you're advertising your business and it's okay, but you have to be aware of like the game that you're in. Like the small business game is getting harder Uh to play because it's like, here's where I really have a problem too, is that as a small business, people don't 
want to do business with you and don't feel attracted or drawn to you if they can tell you're not being authentic or like real or yourself but it's like how real can you really be if number one you're trying to like essentially run a business you know and like yeah I I don't know it's 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 a really hard like balance beam to be on you know what I mean yeah it is well but it's like you know they we we say in marketing if you're talking to everybody you're talking to no one right yes and it's like this is where you just have to be okay with knowing that like we're gonna release this episode knowing there may be some people that are like fuck Haley fuck Hannah I never want to listen to anything that they have to say ever again because of what we're discussing now and that is okay right yeah this yeah this is black coffee and it's not for everybody or whatever you know what I mean like like you yeah you you figure out who who you truly connect with and I think this is what I've really learned that's okay um over the last year right and not that I only want to be around people who are exactly like me because that's not that's not what I I think or whatever but I really realized how important it is to be in alignment on a majority of levels with the people that you surround yourself with because right like where you I'm okay if you have a different opinion than me and honestly like I would love to learn why you have that opinion but there are a lot of people that I and I may not agree with you but I'm not going to hate you and there are a lot of people that can't even open that door to that conversation because it's it's so triggery and it's so funny like I'll talk about this with my dad and he's like people who get defensive in where they stand or what they believe in a lot of times don't know why they believe what they believe or what they're actually standing behind you know and it's it it, that like I used to be like that I think you know yeah and I we all have right like we've all been like that like this is going to be so small and so silly right I've been posting reels of beadwork and on and they're like a couple of them are like kind of popping off and it's so funny the comments and the dms that I get about oh I saw that I saw the one I saw the one the other day. I know what you're talking about. Sorry, go ahead. Like people just like inter- in- inject their opinion, and how easy is it to instantly get so defensive of because right? It's like you're being challenged on one what you're doing, your ethic. Like to me, like somebody saying like Haley, you're all you're doing is causing breakage on your clients, or that bead section is too big for your client's hair to support, like you're just causing damage and breakage. And like, like that's a slap in my face because I, I would quit doing extensions before I would willingly and knowingly cause damage to somebody's scalp and hair. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I would put the car in park and just stop driving. Yeah. You would like, you're not going to blow the whole thing up. Yes. Yes. But it, you know, there is that when you're not secure in where you stand with, with yourself and, and, where I'm like, no, like I have the reps and I have the knowledge, like I know what I'm doing for my clients. And that person, maybe, maybe they don't, maybe they've learned one extension method and they're being programmed to say, this is the best method. Everything else is bad, which is totally fine if that's what they want to do and believe. But when you can step outside of that box and that perspective that said extension brand has put you in and you can see outside from a bigger picture, it's so interesting. You get to learn like, oh my gosh, maybe there is actually another way that can work. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. easy if you don't have that knowledge behind you to just instantly get defensive and to fire off, right? Yeah, I, and I, for myself, I've definitely been the person who in the past is quick to be like, those that extension method is shit or like to, you know, completely like, be yeah, like, we were taught. yeah, yeah. Or to be, to be like, I'm, I'm superior in my job because, uh, tape are harder than, than be, than like beaded weft extensions or, um, 
but yeah, that is an example. And it's like, number one, that doesn't make me a superior human. Number two, tapins work for somebody or else they wouldn't be around. And number three, just because that isn't my fucking flavor doesn't mean that's it's not somebody's flavor or doesn't have a time and a place. It's like, also, I don't care enough. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't, am I really, is that girl who was trolling you on Instagram really looking out for your client's best interest in that picture? It's like, no, she was, she was flexing for whatever reason, you know, in her way, like, and needed to feel reassured that she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you and really like, know what, what she's you're doing, doing is the best. Like, yeah. Yeah. She and if needed you... that more for herself than she needed to say it to me. Right. And the best is so subjective that it's like, number one, what is the best and who cares? But like, also if you like, I know I do good work, but I also know that my good work isn't what everyone is looking for, or may not be the most comfortable for every single client or whatever, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I think this is what maybe we can talk about next time too. Like, cause I know I for sure have heavily changed my tune on a lot of brand affiliations. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what we were supposed to talk about. We'll do that next time. We can do that next time. Cause I think this is such an important conversation and there are a lot more people that are feeling how we are feeling. And this is something that I've like been trying to, I've wanted to make an Instagram video about, but I'm like, I don't know how this is going to come off and come across where this I think it's be better. a better I think platform it's... to do it here. Yes, um, it's a better long-term conversation, I, I think. Totally agree. And like those who really want to like sit in and listen on it can can chat about it or can tune in and, and be a part of that discussion. But like, I mean, I feel so differently about it than I did you know, in like probably two years ago, but it's taken this, we all get to our breaking point, right? Where it's like, okay, this, it worked for me for a long time. And now this no longer works for me. And the reality in the world that I thought was the best or that the viewpoint that I had, it has now been shattered. You know what I mean? And it took Mm -hmm. me being like, it's time to change my stance here. And it's time to maybe like own up that I wasn't completely correct in that, in my viewpoint. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's a very powerful place to be able to say like, you know what? I changed my mind. I, I changed. And I still don't know. And I still don't know. And like, but guess what? I'm willing to learn. And I always, and this is, I, I never want to get to the point where I think, oh my God, no, that, cannot be true that cannot happen that will never be me because the reality of it is if my current reality if there is if there's something about it that is not true I want to know it I want to know the truth no matter what that is yeah and at least uh, no I mean I think I think that's really um brave of you too and I think it's hard for us to let go of these teams that we affiliate ourselves with or like parties because it is and for me too you know growing up was a part of my identity in a way and Mm -hmm. it's an easy way to like create villains and heroes and just very simple um like way for us to understand things but I think real courage now is just exploring as much you know information and as many sides and opinions as you can without having your hackles up Mm -hmm. and then trying to like make some sense of of reality from that you know and that's a lot messier and a lot Uh uh-huh you know, and people don't like when other people do that because then they don't know how to feel about you. You know what I mean? It's like people, I think because I don't fall on one side or the other, sometimes I can feel people 
uh, like looking at me and thinking like she's being too vague about things and it's like I'm not being vague about things it's like I feel like I feel certain you know I it's like I support people having guns but then there and other ways I'm like pro-choice you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. that's confusing to people like but that I'm okay with that now you know and like not just with policies and politics but you know and business and stuff it's like I'm okay not making sense to you mm-hmm. but well be- Hannah like yeah, we're all and when we can like when we can take this and just think about this it gives you so much I don't know if empathy is the right word but it gives you a whole different approach to said conversation when you can go into something being fully aware that we are all limited by our life experiences and our current reality so we we only know what we know until we seek to know more Haley it was like yes yes it's like when when you found out I was on medication for depression and anxiety you literally like that was such a neat thing because you had such a preconceived notion of people not a preconceived notion but you know what I mean like yes I think that you just hadn't really ever been close or known anyone um in like an intimate friendship with that was that is like me who I've been on medication for years but like I don't talk about it because it's not it doesn't mean that much to me and I think what we both discovered and you know was like interesting is that like you weren't bothered by people with mental health issues you were bothered by people who play the victim and I am too Mm -hmm. you know it's like ultimately we were on the same page about things and I'm bothered by people who like use anything as a crutch if Mm -hmm. if you know if it's truly not something that should be a crutch you know but it's like like you were saying unless you have real life experience with anything you think about it in a certain way until Mm -hmm. you don't yeah and like I would never like that I loved that conversation with us because number one I didn't know that you know like you had never really been close to anybody that was like medicated for um for mental health stuff but also I felt the exact same way you did about it you know like yeah so yeah. It, it but that's like that you know I don't know it's it's um it's weird it's weird that we don't explore anything in life more you know it's weird that we It's weird that we are so arrogant to think that what like our our reality not not could be wrong but like that there could be a whole nother truth that we need to go figure out. Like yeah. how li- literally like how arrogant of me to think that like the way that I think or the way that I view the world is the only way to view the world. But because guess what? You haven't lived my life. I haven't lived your life and nobody else in the world has lived my life. So why would I think that my way is the only way? It's not. And so it's like easy to come at things from my viewpoint and my perspective because it's all I know. But it's like, yeah. it, it's so important learning and trying to understand you know, from it, from other people's viewpoints and like wanting to know, being curious, being curious, why, like, oh, please tell me more, tell me more about your life and, and your experiences and why you think or have this viewpoint of, of said scenario or said whatever, like share it with me, please. Right. And I mean, and like not to bring COVID up, but like, we're all going to be super limited in, in our viewpoint from it. Right. Like, there are people who know people who have died. There are people who have had a cold. So it's like you are going to base what you think of COVID-19 
on what has happened to the people around you that have gotten it or the people that you know that have gotten it. But you have to also understand that that's not the reality for every person. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, uh, no, you're fine. It's a disease. There's no blanket statement for everyone. It's like saying if you have, it's like saying my appendectomy that I had last week where like my, like everyone who's ever had a problem with their appendix, that's the same story. It's like, no, like, don't be Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Don't literally don't be ridiculous. Like your appendix can go wrong at any given point, but like, are you morbidly obese? Do you have diabetes? Do you have a heart condition? You know, do you have other stomach issues? Are you pregnant? Like, and that's going to change the trajectory of like, what then happens after that? Like once Mm -hmm. your appendix is, has an infection and like the fact that, yeah, anybody can get COVID or whatever. Anybody can have their appendix get infected, but it's like, but then the structure that are, is already there, which is you and your chemistry and your unique body situation is going to like, like decide what happens from there. So it's like, to me, it's just like, we can't be serious. You know what I mean? Like not everything, not the, the same thing doesn't apply to everyone. Right. Like never has, never will in any situation. Ever. Ever. The thing I worry about, and we're coming up to an hour, um, but the thing I worry about lastly is, like you were saying, it's important to stay curious and to talk to people. I worry that because our, like, um, it's kind of like the same thing with with, um, hair extensions too. It's like, we're kind of shamed or um, taught to that like one thing is right or maybe one hair extension um, brand is like, you know, the king. So if you don't use this mm-hmm. brand of hair, then you must be a shitty stylist. You must have shitty work. It's like our culture is kind of like if you don't support, you know, these three issues, then you must be a shitty person. And then even if you don't support those issues, just for whatever reason, or in the hair extension world, even if you don't want to use whatever hair extension brand because you've had previous shitty, uh, you know, experiences with that brand or you truly know that their hair isn't good, it's like, you can go ahead and do that, but don't be too loud about it. It's this weird self-censorship where, like, you can have a different opinion, but, like, you can't actually have that different opinion like out loud you know what I mean yeah so and it's like and I 100% feel like that with hair extensions but I don't talk about it and with hair you know like methods or anything because it's like we're taught not to be negative about things or not to be I don't know just like don't ruffle feathers but it's like but if we're talking about things and I feel a certain way or I have an experience, like, I think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have to censor, like, my experience. I think what will be cool about our conversation next week, like, <clears throat> at least from my perspective, this is a conversation I've been sitting on for a long time that I've wanted to have. Um, but, like, I, I've been on both sides of where I've only offered one method. I only used one brand of hair. And my experience through doing that versus doing what I'm doing now, right? Like you, again, you're limited to your own experience. So like when I was only doing one method, of course, I'm going to share and talk about and blah, 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 this method, this method. But like I've gained a lot of perspective, not just in the hair extension world with hair brands and actual methods, but in marketing and branding in brand deals in those sort of things that have completely altered the way I will forever approach hair extensions. You will never, ever, ever hear me utter an extension brand out of my mouth publicly ever again, unless there are some sort of I, I hate to say this and it's not about money, but I've also realized that yes, power, it is though. But I've also like, realized the power of my voice and the power you, that the weight of my voice and the things that I share about and I talk about, I'm 
aware of the value that that has and how serious the people in my community that I have worked hard to build and create, how serious they take that. I was about to say too, like Haley, you've worked way too fucking hard to just like give that away. I have. And I'm done lending brands airtime and access to the people that trust me and what I say. I'm done lending access to that for free. Yeah. And so it's, Here's a, sorry, I have a question for you really quick. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask you this in private, but I'll just ask you. Yeah. I have people, okay, that the curly and uh, wavy hair I have in now, you know what it is. If you can't remember, I would say it to you and you would remember immediately. Um, I love it. Like I have Sammy's, Haley's assistant has done my move up the last three move ups. I haven't gotten new hair. Like I am obsessed with this hair and I haven't mixed in with straight hair. So anyways, people ask me about curly and textured hair every once in a while. And I feel so torn between telling them, this is who I order from, place your order. It's bomb ass hair. Like I have nothing to lose from telling them that. But I also feel like I bought a lot of fucking shitty hair and took a long time trying to like, you know, really like zero in on this brand. And it's like why am I sending people to them if you know what I mean? (laughs) So like, I I feel really, and that one issue, like everything else, I'm like, I don't fucking care. People can figure it out. Or I might, depending on the day, I might Mm -hmm. tell somebody something or I might not, but like the curly and textured hair thing is the one thing that sticks with me because my hair is, is, has been really, really hard to navigate with extensions. And I really like this hair brand when used in a particular way with other types of hair, but like, and I, I I don't know, like, I feel kind of like I should just tell that, but like, also, unless you're doing it the way I do it and mixing it in, like it, you're probably not going to have the same experience. I, I go back and forth, Hannah, like in, in the same way, like I, when clients or potential clients ask, I just say I'm sourcing for multiple vendors yeah I don't even talk to clients yeah um about that because to me like love you but get out of here yeah it's like and it's not even my clients it's like people on Instagram (laughs) right right, right. um, like no I'm not sorry (laughs) they're in Colorado and they're like yeah what Um, hair do you use yeah that's like asking a mechanic like what what type of oil they put in your you know what I mean it's like you don't trust me you don't trust me yeah get out of here yeah so with stylists I'm this I don't know I'm torn because sometimes I will say and other times I'm like honestly and this has been my response more lately like honestly hair has been so inconsistent that I don't even feel comfortable publicly sharing the brand that I'm ordering because same thing I've had to bounce around a lot and sample different things and trial and error so but if you catch me on a good day where shining and I'm in the chipperest mood and I just finished my second cup of coffee I might I might to share it so I, I but I'm trying not to because again like I <laughs> the thought of recommending someone something the thought of recommending something to someone and they don't have the same experience that I have had that it's something that has weighed heavily on me well and then because you feel like you waste and I've done that in the past you feel like you not even that I've wasted their wasted time it I don't want like if something that I'm saying is great isn't isn't good how I said that's my name on the right. line. That's yeah, yeah. That's my character. Well, like, well, Haley, she let me down. Like, yeah, Haley because said it was good, but like I didn't have the same experience that Haley did. Like right. what? Like that? Or they're like, your taste is weird, or like must not be that good because this hair is shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like, that's and that's. Like, devastating to me or like the value wasn't there like that yes yeah is one of the most devastating things that anybody could ever say to me yeah yeah you're very value um based and I think that's important because that holds you to um you know hold helps you hold yourself to a good standard but like yeah that's what I've been doing is just when people ask me that kind of stuff I'll give them like three brands that be like these are the brands that I've tried and that I know of that have curly or textured hair, but like be kind of general about it because it's like, 
that's the thing with fucking hair extensions too, guys, is it's like, don't put your name on something that is a (laughs) inconsistent product to begin with. You know, it's like, Mm. this is human hair from different humans. You can't ever guarantee hair ever. Unless you're the hair supplier, don't fucking be the hair supplier. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it just drives me nuts. I agree. But yeah, so more about that. This is like leave you on a cliffhanger till next I know. I know. Yeah. I think this was such a great chat. It was like the chat we didn't know we needed. I know. I know. I think it's important to, I think it's good too to just let our conversations flow sometimes because like I find myself wanting to spend more time like listening to or I don't know being engaged with stuff that is like more natural flow or conversation or ideas me too feel the same well until next time I love you I love you too are we doing this every week now should we commit to that yeah I think we can commit okay this is if I was talking with my imaginary business coach named Santa Claus I, I'm, I'm betting all my uh, chips on my podcast future. Ooh, ooh. I fucking love podcasting, dude. It's so fun. It is fun. So we'll keep doing it. All right, darling. Well, yeah. I hope you have a great night. Kiss that you, sweet baby for me. Oh, I will. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. And, okay, love um, you. Bye. Hope we still have an audience. <laughs> Same. Same. We'll Actually, find guys, if you can just tell us, like, just send us a heart if you yeah. still love us after this. You don't have, yeah, you don't have to, no words are necessary. No words, just like, you don't want to. like a white heart is great. Perfect. Thank you. Love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye.